Welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. Good evening. Today is Tuesday, July 30th, 2013. I'm your host, David Kowalski. I hope everyone is doing well this evening. I am broadcasting live from Baltimore, Maryland this evening. Uh, good old Charm City. Um, I'd like to welcome all of our listeners to the show. I'd like to uh, take this opportunity to thank um, everyone who supports Cannabis Network Radio and the Cannabis Information Network. Um, we are on iTunes. Uh, like us, subscribe to us. Well, actually, don't like us. Can't like us on iTunes. So you can subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can rate us on iTunes. And uh, we are pushing, you know, close to 2,000 uh, downloads uh, per episode per week um, on iTunes right now. We're currently sitting at number seven. Uh, seems to be our general position. We'd like to go ahead and get to number one, um, and we can't do that without your help. Um, so please go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, like us on I not like us. I like again. Oh well, you know whatever. Uh, rate us. Rate us on iTunes. The ratings are, are a big deal. We need the ratings. Um, and thank everyone for thank you everyone in advance for your support. Uh, we couldn't have uh, gotten to where we are without you. Um, check us out. We're on Facebook as well. If you're unaware, obviously, if you are, then great. Uh, you can like us there and share us there on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash radio, And uh, you can check out our website at cannetradio.com. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to thank uh, Justin, who is in our studio uh, in Florida, um, running the show this evening. Thanks very much for being with us, Justin. Thank you for coming in no and problem, being at by your lonesome. I do appreciate it. No problem, bud. Um, tonight we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about a uh, topic that I have been getting questions about for years, honestly. And I've kind of uh, danced around the topic because it's such a, I don't know, what the right word would be, but there's so, many, there's so much, I guess, uh, controversy on it, and I am feel comfortable with all the information that I have and all the information that I've gotten and people I've spoken to and stories that have been shared with me and people I have met to confidently say that cannabis uh, cures cancer. Um, and it kills cancer cells. Um, this is my opinion, my sole personal opinion, um, I'm not saying it is the opinion of Cannabis Network Radio or Cannabis Information Network, although we do support all the information, and I did post some links this evening prior to the show, both on Cannabis Network Radio's page as well as Cannabis Information Network's page um, in regard to uh, some studies and links, uh, so on and so forth, uh, to information that people can get on uh, the interaction between uh, cannabinoids and cancer cells. Um, if people are, uh, I will say this on behalf of Cannabis Network Radio and Cannabis Information Network, is that cannabis does kill cancer cells. That's a fact. Um, and again, in my personal opinion, again, my own personal opinion from what I have seen, heard, talked, as I believe that cannabis is a real, a real cure uh, to cancer. Uh, one thing to keep in mind as we go into uh, the next segment of our show and talk about this, or say I talk about this, is that uh, big pharma out there, uh, an average cancer patient is worth approximately 200 grand a year uh, to big pharma, to the pharmacy industry. Um, 
it doesn't pay Big Pharma to uh, come up with a cure for anything. And if you really take uh, hold of, of what's going on and diseases and everything like that, it has been, I think, since the polio uh, vaccine uh, that Big Pharma has cured anything. And I could be wrong about that. And, you know, people are more than welcome to email me um, or chat with me at uh, cannetradio.com. Just hit the chat button, uh, sign in as a guest or sign up. Uh, with your name and information, we'd love to go ahead and uh, add you to our list uh, to contact. Um, share your opinions with me. If any uh, input you want to put in this, please go ahead and uh, share with us. Um, we are trying to also figure out a good uh, phone system to use. We'll take call-ins that don't interrupt the middle of the show. So if anyone has no good uh, phone network or phone system call cues, are also looking for that. Um, you know, so uh, please go ahead and uh, you can email me at david.cannetradio.com. Uh, send me a message on Facebook, um, be in touch with us. We're going to take a short break, uh, maybe about five minutes, um, and then we'll be back and we'll start the discussion, uh, or I'll start talking about uh, does cannabis uh, cure cancer. We'll be back with Cannabis Network Radio in just a few minutes. Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. Hope everyone is doing well this evening. Um, before we get into um, talking about does cannabis cure cancer, um, I'd like to go ahead and uh, call attention to a good book, um, If Peacock Finds a Polly's. Um, that's a good intro for children of all ages, um, including adults. Um, to read. It's a, it's a great book that kind of makes it simple to understand the benefits of um, cannabis uh, across the board and how it can go ahead and help um, people with various ailments. Uh, Tito Finds a Pot Leaf uh, was written by a 17-year-old and illustrated by her mother. Um, to find out more about uh, Peacock Finds a Pot Leaf, go to peterthepeacock.com. Um, they also are going to have a booth at Seattle Hunfest. So if you're going to be there, check them out. Uh, the book is available on Amazon.com and through their website. Uh, support a great book. Support a great cause. Um, educate. Um, again, it's a simple book. It's a great book. Uh, buy it and share it. Um, now I'm going to talk about, um, I guess first and foremost, when I first started getting into uh, the world of cannabis advocacy and, and marijuana legalization and, and activism. Um, I was introduced to an individual by the name of Rick Simpson uh, who uh, developed uh, this thing called Rick Simpson Oil. He is, I'm going to say, for all intents and purposes, the father of cannabis oil uh, as medicine. Um, he was cancer, he's a cancer survivor um, that turned to cannabis oil uh, and it did save his life. Uh, to find out more information about Rick Simpson and all about uh, cannabis oil, 
that I'm going to kind of talk about primarily on this episode this evening, uh, you can go to phoenixtears.ca, and it's phoenixtears.ca, um, and uh, basically learn about Rick Simpson. Uh, and one thing also you can do is uh, just do a Google search for Cannabis Cures Cancer, and you will come up with hundreds, if not more, links. Um, you can also go on YouTube, um, YouTube, the same terminology, uh, Cannabis Cures Cancer, Marijuana Cures Cancer, and you'll see video testimony of, of so many people, parents, children, parents, you know, children trying to help their parents, you know, the whole gamut of the spectrum of people sharing their stories about how cannabis uh, has, you know, killed cancer cells, uh, has gone into full remission, I have met people personally that, that have been in stage three, stage four, they've returned to cannabis oil um, or cannabis treatment methods uh, for the cancer and they go into full remission and cancer's gone. Um, I, I would have to be foolish to go ahead and, and say that uh, there's no proof, there's no evidence. Um, furthermore, I went ahead and posted links both on uh, Cannabis Network Radio, uh, Facebook page and Cannabis Information Network uh, page um, one is 34 medical studies proving cannabis cures cancer. The next link is how my cannabis cures cancer. Uh, it's, a, it's a documentary. Um, and uh, Harvard studies is marijuana cures cancer. Uh, so I put up some information for everyone to kind of look at and research a bit um, online to the links on Cannabis Network Radio and Cannabis Information Network on Facebook. Um, also, those links are available at cannabisradio.com. So when you have an opportunity, go ahead and click on those links and uh, check it out. If you are listening on a download or on a podcast after tonight's episode, uh, just go check out the webpage, uh, .com, um or do Google search Cannabis Network Radio, find us on Facebook, and just look back, um, and the links will still be there. Uh, if you can't find or need references, by all means, you can email me directly at David at Can. And, wow. Okay, we're going to try this again. You can email me at david at cannetradio.com. Whew, all right. I guess that coke was a bit stronger than I thought it was. Um, so, interesting stuff. Today was the first day that a uh, dispensary opened in Washington, D.C. That's right, folks, Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, where cannabis is still federally illegal. The first dispensary opened. Now, you might say, how is that possible, you know? Well, the irony is thick, and I'm hoping that it's uh, an ideal thing because, hell, you know what? It's a legal dispensary in Washington, D.C., which legalized cannabis for medicinal use. They're also talking about decriminalizing cannabis in Washington, D.C., decriminalized cannabis possession. Um, and it is basically where our federal government is. He says, hey, you know what? Cannabis has no medical benefit, even though they hold patents on, you know, medicinal values of, of cannabis, which is kind of against their own patent laws, because you can't hold a patent on a plant, but I guess they can do whatever they want, nonetheless. Um, I'm going to try to get there tomorrow. I'm going to try to actually get to D.C. tomorrow, uh, since I'm in Baltimore right now, and see if maybe I can get a, a quote or maybe some sort of uh, live interview that we can uh, broadcast on, on Thursday if we're going to be doing a show. Um, it's kind of up in the air about Thursday night show, folks, just so you have, uh, so you have it, know it now. Uh, check our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com, Cannon Radio. Uh, we'll go ahead and keep you updated there uh, whether or not we're going to have a show Thursday night. Hope to. 
Um, but as I was saying, I'm going to try to get to D.C. tomorrow uh, to get into that dispensary, to talk with uh, the dispensary owner, manager, um, and kind of see how day two is going and how day one went for them uh, in, in the realistic world as opposed to the media world where you know, things can get uh, skewed. And obviously, you know, from Cannabis Network Radio, you're going to get the honest answer, honest opinion. So um, if I manage to go ahead and get a friend's view with them, I will go ahead and uh, post something up on Cannabis Radio's Facebook page and uh, we'll let you know if that's going to happen. Uh, but I am going to make efforts to do that tomorrow. Um, jumping back into the whole thing of does cannabis cure cancer. Now, I will share a personal story uh, with you, which is kind of one of the main reasons why I got into uh, cannabis advocacy. I had a very close friend have had, had whatever, a very close friend, and uh, she was diagnosed with breast cancer when she found out she was just about stage three. And, uh, you know, for everyone, I guess, processes dealing with, with cancer differently. Um, I know when I ended up, you know, finding out I had cancer, I didn't really tell anyone uh, about it, and I kind of kept it private and wanted to just take care of it on my own, and I didn't want to have, you know, pity parties. Some people uh, go ahead and, 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 you know, break down, and, you know, people get desperate when they know that it's potential that they're coming to an end, and it does end up changing a person's life. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, she... Uh, found out about RSO, Rick Simpson oil, and it went to the point where, you know, chemotherapy just destroys your body in general. It does not make you better in any way. And she tried this Rick Simpson oil, and uh, she got through whatever channels necessary and it's good, proper oil. And, you know, she did the treatment plan, and I can say that was in 2009 uh, when she did that, and now she's, you know, happy, healthy, living, cancer-free, and has been uh, for probably now about three and a half, four years um, without any other type of medication or treatment other than uh, RSO, cannabis oil, Rick Simpson oil. Um, and when I saw how that helped the close friend of mine directly, I was kind of like, you know, again, I've always known about it, I've always been someone of an advocate, but that really was the driving force behind me starting to become an advocate because I'm like, you know what, this has to be, this has to get changed. Laws have to get changed. People need to be able to, to help themselves, save their lives, save their lives, loved ones, friends. Um, you know, I, I believe, I truly, truly believe that if in today's day and age, if, if the marijuana plant was just found, was just found, it would be uh, toted as the most revolutionary scientific breakthrough of all times, and, you know, we'd be going on and on about it instead of all the hype that, you know, and, and propaganda that's been perpetuated for so many years about marijuana. As I say to people, you know what, don't believe the negative. Don't believe the negative. We're so interconnected with information these days. You know, aside from all the information that, you know, Cannabis Network Radio gives and Cannabis Information Network gives, uh, there's so much information out there. I mean, anyone who really wants to put up an argument to say that there is no benefit, you know, to that cannabis has no medicinal benefit, you know, just is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Is an idiot. It's just stupid. It's foolish. And I don't care how educated they say they are, how educated they think they are. If they're going to get up and start saying that cannabis is a gateway drug and to heroin and so they're just stupid. And, you know, I urge people, take it, take the initiative, take the time, Google it or whatever your per preferred search engine may be, uh, you know, by all means, 
go ahead and uh, you know check it out, search it out, get information. It's at your fingertips. And as I say to everyone, not only get the information, share the information. Sharing the information with people and not being afraid. Listen, I know people are afraid. I'm not saying, hey, you know, start talking about like you know in general public. Oh man, I just smoked out with some great weed, friends. Last night we got so stoned, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not talking about sharing things like that with general public. I'm talking about useful, beneficial information. Uh, you know, that is not going to go ahead and get you in trouble. It's not going to get you in trouble with employers and in trouble with your, with your friends. You'd be so surprised the reaction I have with people when I just, you know, I overhear someone saying, you know, talking. A good example is, uh, you know, here at my parents' house, in, in Baltimore, and they had a couple that came over whose husband just went through sur brain surgery to remove a tumor from, from his brain, and, you know, it affected his life and his family's life tremendously. And, you know, without even thinking twice, I walk over, I give him a card and say, look, you know what, if there's any problems or if it's relapses or so on and so forth, you know, call me. I'll help you. <laughs> you know? And uh, Maryland is, is, is a medical state. Granted, the laws need some tweaking, so on and so forth. But you know what? I'm all about helping people who need help and finding a way to go ahead and, and make sure that these people get help. Um, I don't think anyone should be able to be sick and live through the pain of, of any type of illness if there's, you know, a treatment or, or a cure available. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to continue fighting my fight and continue doing this show and continue Cannabis Information Network. And I'm going to segue into the fact that, you know, Weed Not Green Tour is not dead. Uh, Cannabis Network Radio has just taken over the reins of the Weed Not Green Tour and, and it's looking like, uh, summer, fall 2014, uh, the Weed Not Greed Tour, the national tour, is going to become a reality thanks to uh, some supporters and sponsors and, and, and things like that. Um, so if you want to find out some more information about it, uh, just check out weednotgreed.org um, and you'll find out some more information about what we're trying to get accomplished with the Weed Not Greed Tour. And again, Cannabis Network Radio is going to be the driving force behind the Weed Not Greed Tour. So, uh, you're going to be hearing from us, uh, all you listeners out there in digital audio, radio, computer listener land, um, about supporting the cause, and it's going to be a good cause. So I'm actually going to put it out there right now. Just think about this. Think about a politician. Think about a local politicians, a federal politician, whatever the case is, or just an individual that has sway power um, that says, oh, well, we need more information about cannabis you know, before we can make a decision. Just imagine what happens on a 45-foot bus with, you know, Cannabis Information Network and, you know, positive message information pulls up in front of their office and sits there until they're convinced that, you know, they have enough information to make the right decision. I personally think that we can, you know, get some laws changed. We can definitely make a positive impact, uh, educate people along the, along the way on this cross-country tour. Um, and, you know, we're 19 states in the District of Columbia right now. All we need are 26 states to go ahead and legalize in some form or another, and then we have this majority. Once we reach the majority, the federal government is going to be forced to have to go ahead and go with what the majority of the states are ruling. So keep it up. Keep up, you know, keep it up. We're at 19. We're at 19. You know, seven more, and they have to go ahead and change the law on the federal level. So um, we're getting close. We're getting close, you know. Uh... I'm super excited about the way the future looks in general. Um, 
you know, across the United States. I'm, I'm super excited about the people that are, are becoming more vocal about uh, cannabis. Uh, people, again, they're sharing information with their family, friends, loved ones, doctors. I, it's so important to talk about, bring up a conversation uh, with cannabis to your doctor. Don't be afraid. There's nothing I should be afraid from when I talk to your doctor because you do have doctor-patient confidentiality. And doctors play a huge role in Big Pharma. Big Pharma, you know, spends billions of dollars a year uh, in, in padding doctors' pockets for writing scripts, um, incentives, uh, you know, gifts, trips, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you can, you know, again, not something else to Google. You know, Big Pharma backing up doctors. Um, you know, the, something you can look in, uh, it, it's astounding. I mean, boats, yachts, cruises, trips, vacation homes. I, I mean, all sponsored by big pharma to doctors to push their pills. Now, why is it important to talk to doctors? Because if more and more patients are coming to the doctors and saying, hey, how about marijuana, how about cannabis, you know, for this, that, and the other, the more the people bring it up, even if they say no, or even if they, you know, laugh you off, you know, you might be one of 10 patients they saw that week that brought up, you know, cannabis. So just those things right there can make a huge difference. Um, and again, talking about, talking about it, sharing it, you know, if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, get some books or, you know, as I said earlier, you know, Peacock Farms is probably great. It's like, it's like a 10, 15-page book. I'm not sure how many pages it is. It's a telephone book for the most part. You know, get a bunch of copies of that, you know, leave it on your table. You know, when you go into your kid's pediatrician office, leave a copy there. You know, give it out to people. It's, you know, if you're not come talking about it, you know, just, you know, drop a note somewhere. You know, talking about things like dropping stuff, there's a ton in Germany, and popping up in the news here and there, that, you know, some cannabis activists went out, and they you know, planted seeds all over the city. And so now there's cannabis plants. The cannabis trees popping up all over the city in Germany. Um, I'm actually going to go ahead and uh, give you a little bit more information about that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break again uh, here for maybe another, another five minutes or so. Um, then I'll be back. Um, I'm going to share that information. I'm going to look it up while I go on a break about that time in Germany where uh, they have all these cannabis plants popping up. Um, and after I... Uh, you know, share that information with you. We're going to jump back into this whole uh, debate of cannabis cures cancer and medicinal values, etc. Uh, we'll be back in about five minutes uh, with more Cannabis Network Radio. Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. I'm your host, David Kowalski. Welcome to the studio, Ed. How you doing, Eddie? I'm doing good, Dave. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Here, it's been another rough night for you. Yes, sir. Yep, number wow. three for the is, year. Is, is this going to stop sometime soon? Man, I hope so. I'm running out of people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. I'm sorry you, for buddy. your loss, but I'm happy you're able to uh, make it in uh, for the show this evening. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. How's Baltimore? Baltimore is is Baltimore. You know, I'm, I'm here doing family stuff, helping the family get packed up. They're moving in ten days. You know, so uh, you know, I've kind of been here uh, spending some time with my older son. 
uh, help my family get things packed up. Uh, going well, hopefully tomorrow, I was saying early, early in the show, uh, today was the first day a dispensary opened in Washington, D.C., so tomorrow I'm going to try to get over there uh, to talk with the dispensary owner um, and see uh, how day one went and how day two's going and you know, see if I can maybe get like, a live interview with him that we can air uh, Thursday or one of our upcoming shows or something like that. So nice. I'm kind of excited about that concerning the fact that it's more or less right around the corner um, from where I'm, I'm staying right now. Not really literally around the corner, but, you know, yeah. less than an hour drive away. And uh, the fact that we have we have a legitimate legal dispensary in Washington, D.C., about three blocks from what I understand from, from Congress. So uh, that in itself is pretty cool. And I just kind of want to go there just to walk in the building to say, hey, I was in the legal dispensary in Washington, D.C., because that's just cool. Yes. So, but speaking of cool stuff, as I said before I went to the break, um, there's a town in Germany uh, called Gotting, uh, G-O-T-T-I-N, Gottingen in Germany, and they're sprouting marijuana plants all over town. A group called A Few Autonomous Flower Children uh, went around town planting seeds in June, um, and it's basically it's the Guerrilla Gardening, a direct action Guerrilla Gardening Act. Uh, to protest the restricted bub, uh, drug policies uh, in Germany. Um, but if you go in the book online, you'll see that they literally put tens of thousands of seeds all around the university, all around the city, um, and there's pictures um, all over the place of, of these cannabis plants that are just popping up all over the place. And they put them in, in June, and now it's you know, basically uh, you know, the beginning of August, and you should see the way some of these plants are growing. It's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, I'm assuming that the seeds they plant are not just you know run of the mill, um, you know, like like crappy seeds. Because uh, some of the pictures of the plants near the university, they're just they're they're phenomenal. They're almost like a small bush already, and uh, that just in itself is awesome. Uh, but I'll just go over the story real quick. Um, Basically, uh, the story states the cannabis plants are spreading all over Germantown after pro-marijuana supporters planted tens of thousands of seeds last month. Um, again, the group's called a few autonomous flower children, um, and they spread several kilos of seeds around the university um, and town um, in Göttingen, Göttingen, or Göttingen uh, last month. Um, and it's an act of civil disobedience, and it's an awesome direct action. Um, I would love to see stories like this happen all over cities and, and towns all across the United States. Um, you know, if seeds are needed, reach out. We can make it happen. I think it's an awesome, awesome idea. Um, just imagine what it'd be like to go ahead and, uh, you know, walk around and just plant these seeds like, you know, Johnny Appleseed, you know, sorry, Johnny Appleseed, um, and just start dropping, you know, cannabis seeds all over the place, you know, parks and, you know, so on and so forth. And, you know, there was a story, I don't know if you guys remember, Justin, and there was a story a few years back about, you know, they found in front of the police department uh, in Tampa a cannabis plant growing, which I'll put out there. I know nothing about whatever, just saying. And, uh, you know, it made news just from one plant being planted in front of the police department. And then they found a few others around the park area. Uh, where the Occupy Tampa was originally and some other protests went on and, you know, it just so happens that 
that things like that happen and you know, making a stand. But again, just that one plant did make news locally here in Tampa. Um, and, uh, you know, again, that's something that uh, we can call attention to because I think it is time for people to start stepping up and talking about can- cannabis. Why? Because cannabis saves lives. And in this episode, I'm going to say it again. This is my opinion, Cannabis Cures Cancer, and in the opinion of Cannabis Network Radio and Cannabis Information Network, Cannabis Kills Cancer Cells. Um, and the information is out there. Um, I have heard, I have met, I have talked to, I have emailed with, I have corresponded with, I have Facebooked and YouTubed and uh, Skyped people all over the world who share their stories with me personally, how cannabis has saved them from stage three, stage four, um, putting cannabis oil on skin cancer, melanomas, uh, the list goes on and on. Again, this is all thanks to a man who's pioneered the, the, the treatment of cannabis using oil, cannabis oil, Rick Simpson, uh, so much so that, that the medical oil that is used to treat cancer is known as RSO, Rick Simpson oil. Um, if you want more information about Rick Simpson and, and information about the oil, uh, you can check out phoenixtears.ca. Uh, that is phoenixtears.ca, and it has so much information there. Um, if you, anyone you know, a loved one, a friend, a friend of a friend, uh, you know, friend, family member, anyone, I don't care whether the state's legal or not, a person has a right to live and a right to survive and a right to go ahead and have access to medicine that cures. So let them know. Let them know that there is a cancer killer out there. As a cancer killer, I mean a natural plant that can kill cancer cells. In my opinion, again, this is my opinion, cannabis cures cancer. I don't care what anyone tells you. Otherwise, the information is in front of you. Look it up. Google it. I put links on Cannabis Network Radio's Facebook page at facebook.com, Canet Radio. There are links on Cannabis Network Radio's website, canetradio.com. I put links up on Cannabis Information Network's webpage. Um, and uh, I don't know if it's okay with you, Ed. I can put links up on uh, Podstream Live's uh, page as well, uh, just so people have links to information and medical research. You can let me know if that's cool or not now or after the show. Um, it's up to you. Um, but I'll be happy to go ahead and, and share that with, with you know, the Podstream Live folks as well. Um, I, I don't know how much more I can say the fact of if a plant, if a plant can go ahead and heal and change whatever and save somebody's life, should this plant be illegal? No, it shouldn't be which is why I fight the fight and do what I do every single day. Um, I'm not doing it to gain fame. I'm not doing it for any other reason but to go ahead and help people and to save a person's life. If I can change a person's life, I can save a person's life, if I can help somebody, then I'm accomplishing my goal. I'm doing what I set out to do Um, because cannabis can go ahead and save a person's life. Not only for cancer, but so many other things, so many other things. And as far as I'm concerned, I know I say this again, and it's redundant, I've said this again and again, and I'll say it again tonight. If, a per- if cannabis makes a person life better, 
whether it be getting rid of headaches, nausea, migraines, foot pain, leg cramps, help with diabetes, schizophrenia, uh, toothaches, whatever the case is. I know people say, oh, oh, well, you know, everyone's going, you know, medical marijuana thing is a joke because, you know, oh, everyone with a tennis elbow. Well, tennis elbow fucking hurts. Sorry, I'm not supposed to curse anymore. Tennis elbow hurts. And you know what? If cannabis makes it feel better, then yes, use it. It's not a joke. You know, people say, oh, glaucoma, glaucoma. Look, I'm 40 years old. I haven't had corrective surgery. I have 20-20 vision. You know, you can say whatever you want. Genetics, I have no idea. I'm adopted. I don't know what genetics are, you know, in my family. All I know is this. I barely ever get sick. I never get sick, actually. I have 20-20 vision. I have never had a cavity in my life. You know, I don't take drugs. I don't take medicine. I don't take prescribed medicine. I don't take Advil. I don't take Tylenol. I don't take any of that stuff. I have been a cannabis user for two and a half decades. And all I can say is I believe the reason why I don't get sick, the reason why I have great vision, the reason why I have great teeth. Um, I can't say anything about my hair. My hair has fallen out. But I've got a great beard, you know, um, is attributed to uh, cannabis. You know, aside from the fact that I never would have made it through school if it wasn't for cannabis. You know, I, I'm your typical, I was your stereotypical kid with attention deficit, hyperactive, whatever the hell it's called these days. The hyper kid, the attention deficit, that couldn't figure out what to do next. And they, you know, the joke is, how many kids they do need to take to go ahead and change light bulbs? The answer, you want to ride bikes? It's true. You can't go ahead and, like, you know, keep yourself on an even keel. And, you know, cannabis is one of the things that helped me. Um, but again, you know, I'm getting off the topic that I started and, and my initial thing of this cannabis for cancer because it's, it's, it's more than cancer. It's so many other things. And you know what? Yes, cancer kills people, kills tons of people, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people. I mean, you know, however, so does depression. So does anxiety. So did so many other things that, that, that are elements in a person's life that they can't deal with, which leaves them taking their lives. And if cannabis can, can save them, then, again, if the plant, if cannabis, marijuana, whatever label you want to give it, can help a person better themselves and better their lives, then use it. I don't care if you want to laugh about, you know, oh, it's a for toothache, oh, it's for tennis elbow, oh, because this hurts. Listen, there's always going to be people that take advantage of the system, regardless of where you are. I'm not going to nod that they will never happen. However, I will tell you this. The people that are going ahead and, you know, quote-unquote, using cannabis recreationally, which, you know, to me, recreational use of cannabis is a whole different ballpark than cannabis use in general. Uh, you know, most people that are, that are quote-unquote recreational users of cannabis don't abuse alcohol, don't abuse other drugs. Um, it does not affect you like alcohol does. It doesn't affect you like other drugs affect you. Um, they choose to go with a natural plant that has never caused a death, 
that has never hurt anybody ever over alcohol or other drugs. And that improves the quality of their life. Why? Because they're sitting back talking after a hard day work, they're stressed, a tough week, whatever's going on in their life, and they go ahead and they have a smoke, and they eat an edible, or they have a vape, or however they choose to go ahead and do it. And their day gets better. Everything gets better. Anyone who uses cannabis will tell you it improves the quality of their life in general. You know, for one facet or another, it improves the quality of the person's life. And building back to the world of, of, of cancer, cancer is a horrible, terrible thing that wreaks havoc on people and families and individuals and, and loved ones and friends and, and, and so on and so forth. And, and you know, I got to tell you, you know, people who know that I went through cancer say, well, you still got cancer and you smoked, you know, whatever. Yes, yes, it is true. I did. I got cancer. I got a lytic cell tumor, which was a self-contained cancerous tumor. It did not metastasize and attach itself to my body. Somehow it formed. I don't know. But you know what? It was in its own little its own little ball. It didn't go ahead and, like, get to anything. It didn't attach to anything. It didn't bond. It was kind of all by itself and its own thing. It was really small. And, you know, for all I know, it could have started out and materialized. And, you know, by my cannabis use, it could have been why it, you know, shrunk down, why it was just a small little area. You know, unfortunately, I don't know. I didn't find out about it until, you know, too late. And I will go ahead and put a public service announcement out there. You know, I was foolish, uh, you know, a few years back. You know, I went ahead and found something that wasn't right. I made believe it wasn't there. I kind of just, you know, was afraid to go to the doctor. Aside from the fact I didn't have insurance, um, and going to a doctor and thinking about cancer treatment when I don't have insurance is like, oh, my God, I'll set that aside. It was more or less, I wasn't even worried about the money. I was worried about, you know, like, I hate going to doctors. Why? Because it's like, I always think that psychologically speaking, if you're feeling fine, you're doing fine, you're doing okay, so on and so forth, then, you know, you're going to go ahead and, and be fine. You know, you go to a doctor and they check you out and all of a sudden they tell you something's wrong with you, it puts your whole mind in a different mindset, you know, and, and I'm not making excuses, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay this straight up. From my own personal experience, if you you know, if you can come across something on your body that, that's not right, um, you know, seek professional advice or help. I'm not saying, you know, maybe go to a, to a, to a doctor, doctor, you know, you can seek out alternative healers, um, people that might know a little better for you just to make sure um, that there's something not wrong that needs to be taken care of. Um, but, uh, you know, I was lucky and, you know, everything turned out for me, and again, I'm going to attribute, you know, my being here right now and, you know, cancer not spreading and that whole issue to my cannabis use yet again. So I'm going to stick myself in a statistic of, of cannabis, you know, did uh, save my life, you know, not only then, but, you know, save my life not literally as, you know, I didn't die, but, you know, helped me progress through life, um, you know, in a positive and, and beneficial manner. Uh but, again, jumping back to the world of cancer, you know, there is uh, so much research that's out there that, that people say, hey, you know, it's, it's not, ah, you know, again, I talk about the FDA all the time. It's not FDA-sanctioned research. Now, to me, a bunch of scientists, yeah, they went to school, yes, they're educated, and, and, and Guys in the studio, I'm going to ask you to chime in here for a minute. Now, if you, let's say a study is done, 
you know, and it's done in the school or it's done in the university uh, for people that are not affected. These are researchers or doctors and so forth and are using rats or whatever medium they're using to try to see if, if cannabis truly, you know, kills or cures cancer. Uh, you know, and they have to do the study that's going to take them forever. Or you can talk to a bunch of people who lived through it and who, you know, survived and who did treatment. Like, would you go with the research method or would you go with the people that talked to you and, and, and told you and shared with you their life story and told them how it helped them? Uh, I would say just to be straight across the board, I'd probably go 50-50. Uh, I'm the same way. Okay. You know what I mean? I would take half into consideration, and then you still want to have a, you know, scientists, they want to have a control and a variable and, you know, and then compare notes. There you go. That way no one can argue either way. You know? Fair, fair enough. I mean, that's a fair answer. You know, me personally, I like hearing from people, and I think, you know, like anything else, you know, people who haven't experienced it and people who haven't, you know, there's one thing about sitting in front of doctors and telling you, oh, well, I think you should do it. Well, have you ever lived through it? Have you ever done it? Do you know what it's like? You know, whatever. You know, people say, oh, I can relate or I can, you know, whatever. Can they truly? You know, I guess for me, I look at it as I can relate because, you know, I guess I'm a statistic if you want to look at it, so on and so forth. You know, if I would wait around for a study or research or this and that as opposed to knowing what I know and people sharing the stories about how cannabis killed their cancer cells, not cannabis cured their cancer, you know, I'd probably be skeptical too, you know, and, and believe me, 10 years ago, I was a pot smoker, I was a cannabis user, you know, someone would have said to me, hey, you know, whatever, I, you know, I might have been like, oh, okay, all right, you know, so on and so forth, but, you know, doing what I do now and, and being involved so heavily inside the cannabis community, you know, people sharing with me is beyond the sea and the difference, I mean, people timeline their there's sickness and ailments, and and I must tell you that, you know, when, when you listen to a story, you know, about a father who saved his, his baby's life, you know, or his, you know, toddler's life, or even his, you know, son's life or daughter's life, or you hear about, you know, a son who saved his mother's life or his father's life or his uncle's life or his friend's life. You know, and they share these stories with you about how, you know, they had, they were really at their last hope. And these are people, a lot of them that went through treatment, that went through chemotherapy, that went through, and, you know, cancer all came back, all and came back. You know, and these people say, you know, we had, we had no other choice. We, we had nothing else. This is our last hope was to try cannabis as, as a cure. And not only did it put cancer in remission, it made it go away. It made tumors disappear. You know, I can't argue with, with people sharing. Why would people make stuff like that up? You know, like, really, it's a serious thing. And, uh, again, it might not be research or, or government-sanctioned stuff, but the research is out there. The stories are out there. Uh, you know, Harvard did a study, actually. And these are things that are buried, you know. And, and, and again... I tried sharing links to, to studies, and, and I tried putting, I tried, I did put posts up. Um, in the past, and I have put posts of that up that have been mysteriously disappeared for one reason or another. Um, by Facebook, hopefully will stay up this time. If not, the links will be posted on uh, CanNet Radio's website. Um, there are links currently, I do believe, on Canvas, Net, Canvas Information Network's website. Um, 
And you can always email me at david at camatradio.com for information in regards to I'm more than happy to provide links, studies, research, opinions. I'm more than happy to talk to your friends, family members, anyone. You know, you have anyone that's skeptical or you need someone that, you know, I will talk to anyone. Put them on the phone with me. You know, send me an email. I'll get you my phone number. You can call me. I'll talk to anyone. I'll come out and meet with people. I'll help you. I'll do whatever I need to do to go ahead and help someone and save their life, save a loved one's life. That's what I do. That's how I do it, you know, whatever. And, you know, I'm here to support people any way I can uh, to help people change their lives, better their lives, save their lives. Um, and uh, I make myself, my network, my radio network available to anyone that needs help. Um, you know, just reach out to us, send us a message, send us an email, you know, reach out, talk to us. Um, we're on Facebook. Um, you, know, you can look us up on the internet. Um, and I know people are listening. You know, we get thousands of downloads on iTunes, you know, so I know y'all are listening. And I know someone out there knows someone that needs our help. So, you know, reach out, give our information. Um, cannabis kills cancer cells, cannabis cures cancer. Um, it helps so many other ailments. It can change a person's life. It always changes a person's life for the better. Um, if you need information, if you need anything at all, um, anything from, from, from help to legal advice to, to if you have questions, any, any question is not a stupid question. The unasked question is a stupid question. So we're here to go ahead and help you provide any information that we can. Um, we want people to feel good. We want people to feel better. We want to try to help save people's lives. We want to help try to save people's families. We want to make, we want to make this world a better place. And that's what we do. Uh, here at Cannabis Information Network, Cannabis Network Radio. Um, and uh, I pretty much said everything I'm going to say in regard to this tonight, and I'm, I'm going to try to plan the episode. Hopefully sometime in the near future we get some experts, um, you know, a few people uh, on with us. Um, as I said earlier in the show, we have to figure out a, a phone solution. Uh, so if anyone has any ideas of a phone solution, uh, by all means, go ahead and uh, send us an email. Um, also, while I'm talking about different things that people wanting to do, if you want to have your own show and if you currently have a show out there and you want to join Cannabis Network Radio, um, you know, for another night or add your shows to our archives, uh, reach out to our show producer, Ed, uh, ed at cannabisradio.com, and you can get in touch with you on how to get your show um, on Cannabis Network Radio, as well as if you have any other type of, of show or podcast to your friends or wife or girlfriends or whatever husband have uh, and want to do another type of podcast, um, I do believe that uh, Podstream Live uh, is open for adding some shows onto their network as well. Uh, so again, you can reach out. At, you can actually reach out. It's cool they email you about other shows at, at the Cannabis Radio email address at Sorry, Hello there. Yes, I am. It's uh, edbone at podstreamlive.com. Okay. Edbone at podstreamlive.com for yep. Podstream Live. If you're interested in Cannabis Network Radio, then you can go ahead and uh, email uh, ed at cannabisradio.com. And that concludes this evening's edition of Cannabis Network Radio. I thank everyone for listening live. I thank all the people that are listening on the podcast uh, in the future. Um, and uh, we appreciate all your support. Uh, we want everyone to be healthy, be safe, be happy, um, be smart. Um, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Cannabis Network Radio. And I wish everyone a good night.